0: everybody. Hi, my name is Kaya. I'm your host. And this is Hear Me Out podcast. So this is season four. This is episode one. And this is going to be a little reintroduction for everybody who has not been tuning in to Hear Me Out or just started in between. Maybe you weren't here at the beginning. Maybe you don't know what this is, but you heard a little one, two, one, two, and you were excited and you kind of liked what you heard. So I want to reintroduce myself. I want to welcome everybody on board and just kind of share the story of Hear Me Out and share where this started and what this came from, um, what this came out of, and kind of where I'm at now because it's been almost three years running now and I have learned a lot and realized What this actually is, because at first I don't really know what I started it as, but I feel like I've grown and learned a lot over these past three years. And so I kind of want to recap and share where I'm at and share where I'm going as well. Um, Honestly, I was even thinking like this is called Hear Me Out and you'll hear more about the actual name of the podcast and why it's called that. But I was thinking like I should really call this The Diary Room because I feel like I tell on myself a lot a lot and in the stories and I don't realize it because I don't always listen back <laughs> but I feel like I tell on myself a lot with the stories that I tell but besides that point um, Hear Me Out really started as a journey of finding my voice and I did not understand that until a few I want to say maybe a year or two in um, sitting down, um sitting down and um, it was actually shared with me that The name Hear Me Out in a way has a prophetic nature to it because um, how it came about, actually, I was in the shower one day and a lot of things come to me in the shower. I don't know what it is with water and shower, but I get a lot of creative ideas. So anyways, I was in the shower one day and I had everything planned out was pretty ready to get this podcast started. And um, I was thinking, and you know, what is this name going to be? What am I going to name this thing? I didn't want it to be anything corny too. Cause I'm just like, there's a lot of podcasts out there and I don't want anything that's kind of going to be corny. So I wanted something that's original, but that really meant something to me. And it came to me, hear me out. I just heard in my spirit, hear me out. And I was like, hmm. hmm. I was like, okay. You know, I kind of, Brushed it off a bit because I wasn't too sure. I wanted to make sure, you know, I had something that's going to hit. Like when people hear this, they're going to be like, this name Eats. <laughs> so at first I just kind of left it. And then the name just kept on playing in my spirit, playing in my spirit. It's one of those things that I just couldn't, you know, kind of unhear. So I was like, okay, let me just settle with it. And then if anything changes, I was open, open to changing it. But as I continued on, the name just made more sense. And it's not until now that I actually fully understand that prophetic nature that it has, because at that time... I was somebody that was in my head a lot. I had a lot of ideas, but I did not know how to articulate it. I did not know how to speak my mind, how to advocate for myself. I did not know how to teach people, although I had like a gift of teaching. And I thought that, you know, that's all that this podcast was. It was just being able to kind of teach people my experiences and bring on other people to teach and share and learn, but not knowing that it was actually for me and bringing everybody else along that was on that discovery journey and that was on trying to find their voice and trying to build that confidence and you know have that security and that understanding in who they were and so hear me out in a sense it you know it's me speaking to it was me back then speaking to me now saying like you will be heard like listen to me i have something to say i have space to take up and now it makes sense to me cuz i'm just like yeah i i do at that time i was like okay you know hear me out <laughs> i have i have a little just to give to you but now it makes so much sense um in how i'm actually able to take up space and actually able to articulate my thoughts and actually able to see the value that i add and in also other people helping them to see the value that they have and helping them to see the space that they have to take up, that there is, you know, empty spaces in so many places that people need to step into their gifting and step into what they're doing. And so funny story, when I actually speak about not being able to articulate myself. (laughs) Um, So I, I used to drink. I don't drink anymore. But I didn't realize this about myself until recently that I probably started, this is probably like in high school when um, I had siblings or I had people in my family that introduced me to alcohol when I was underage, but we won't really name them. Um, But I didn't actually start drinking until I was in high school. And I vividly remember, I don't know, either saying to myself or just acknowledging that when I drank I had confidence to speak to people that was something that I was very aware of that okay not that I really like social drinking and like doing all that stuff but I knew that it helped me to overcome an area that I lacked and that was in conversation and that was articulating my thoughts and speaking confidently and speaking boldly and so I solely enjoy drinking for the fact that it gave me confidence. I generally did not really care for all the other aspects of it. And I didn't really realize that until now where I'm actually able to talk and have conversations. I remember I was telling, I was telling my, uh, my dad that like, I used to not be able to talk to people. I literally used to go into conversations with people and have points in mind. Like I'd be like, oh God, like this person is, this person is coming to me and like, they're going to make a conversation. Okay, Kaya, think of three things that you're going to continue the conversation on by the time that they get here and by the time that they start talking to you. And so I would genuinely have to prepare myself to continue a conversation because I didn't have that confidence. I didn't have that understanding of how to navigate situations. I was so socially awkward. So pretty much I was just kind of thinking about that and thinking of why that was so important to me that I was doing something that I didn't really like but it was helping me at that time. And now when I'm actually able to have conversations and like I was telling my dad, like like I love talking to people now. Like it's easy. Like I feel like I have something to say. I feel like I have, you know, things to add to the conversation, things to add to what's going on. Whereas before I was so socially awkward. I was so insecure and just so like, I didn't feel confident and feel comfortable in my own body and with my own voice, and so I was just really reflecting on that like i was I was vividly aware that I only used to drink socially because I was able to talk, and I was able to do things boldly and not have regrets so that's just a little funny story but um pretty much a lot of this journey has been discovering identity and that's actually the foundation of this podcast and of this platform. Um, As I was reading back later in towards the end of 2022, I was doing like my yearly recap as I do and just kind of reading back to some of my main takeaways from 2022 and reflecting on some words that stood out to me and these words um, that was somewhere in my notes app, it said, the story of Esther is a story of identity. These words just jumped out of the page and just into my spirit. And as I was meditating on these words, meditating and thinking, okay, the story of Esther, if you know the story of Esther in the Bible, um, is a story of identity. If you don't know, go ahead and open up your Bible, (laughs) Um, is a story of identity. So they jumped off the page and just, you know, right into my spirit. And what I heard as I was meditating, it said, which means that Hear Me Out is a ministry of identity, is a platform of identity, that the whole purpose of this place and the whole purpose of what I'm doing and for me is to help other people find their voice, Um, people that have lost their voice, people that you know, their voice has kind of been silenced, people that have just never been able to discover. And that could look like so many different things. And um, it's so it's amazing how I've seen that unravel without knowing what was going on until I kind of look back now. And it's funny when people always come up to me and they're like, I love your vulnerability. I just like, girl, I was just talking. I was just talking, and to me, vulnerability isn't vulnerability, if that makes sense. To me, it's like I really, I really strive to be my most authentic and genuine self because I feel so, I feel so, what's the word? I feel so strained, and so like the air in me is being, you know, constrained. When I'm not my authentic self, when I'm not being genuine and being straightforward with who I am and what I'm feeling. So when I share things about myself, I don't really see it as being like I know it is being vulnerable, but I don't see it in that way where it's like difficult to me. It's freeing to know that I'm putting my authentic self there and that that's what you have to deal with and not like I'm putting something else out there. And now if people reject that okay, they reject that and I'm already scared of putting my real self out there. So it's like if I put myself out there, then they reject that, then that's what it is. So to me, when people come in like, oh, you're so vulnerable, I'm just like, I start to think, what did I say? <laughs> I'm thinking, what did I say? Like, how how much was I telling on myself and I didn't re- even realize it? But um, just knowing that what I'm sharing here and what I'm doing here has been able to help people, um, have confidence and know that they're not alone. And that's part of the storytelling aspect of podcasts is it builds a sense of connectedness, a sense of, you know, unity and shared experiences. Um, I was on a recent um, panel where we talked about the importance of storytelling, especially as black creators um, in the black community. Storytelling is a huge thing. My dad is A storyteller. That man can talk from Genesis to Revelations. He can talk and tell a million stories and he doesn't get tired. And even though I get tired of listening in all the time, when I tune in and out, I'll be coming in and out. There's so many things that I learn um, from how he tells stories, from his experiences. And so I think I've tried to really translate that here. And I really want to build that up more and to share stories from myself and from the guests that I'm bringing along because they have amazing stories like you guys don't even know. Um, And just to build a sense of connectedness because, you know, in this world, everybody has that that lingering and that daunting feeling of being alone deep, deep within them. But when we're able to share stories, that's What brings us together that what's, that's what helps us say that, Hey, this thing that I'm struggling with, this thing that I'm fighting myself over is actually not just me. That there's so many people that are going through this. That there's so many people that have gone through this. There's so many health issues that people would feel so isolated and feel so alone as they're going through it until you start to hear how other people are going through it. You know, depression, anxiety, it is so isolating. So alone, identity confusion. It feels like, why am I the only person who doesn't know who I am? Why am I the only person who doesn't know what I want to do? Why do I feel like this? You know, those emotions just trap you and they make you feel so isolated. And so what I really want to continue doing, what I've learned is the power of storytelling and sharing our shared experiences and learning from each other and not always agreeing with each other, but learning from each other. That's the whole purpose of it, you know, not to say that we all have to. We all have different stories, and that's the beauty in it, that we don't all agree. And our experiences and our stories that shaped us are going to and meant to be different, and they're beautiful in those ways. But embracing those and celebrating those and um, continuing on that way. Another thing that that I learned that... uh, that I'm still learning, (laughs) is just how to say yes to God's calling on your life. Um, I say that Hear Me Out was something that God bamboozled me into because I did not know the full extent of what this was going to be, of what this could be. I was generally just doing this because I was like, hey, at that point in time, I was out of school, I was taking a year off, and I was working at a job that I did not like um it was so far away from my <laughs> nature and I was like hey like I need to do something with my time and I feel like I'm really good at you know communicating things to people I'm really good at making complex issues and complex problems simple and communicating those to people so I was just like okay God, I was saying do a, a podcast I was like okay that's kind of cool so I went ahead and did it but I didn't know the extent of it and I feel like that was very purposeful because I can be such a perfectionist and I can want to control everything and want to make sure everything is so perfect before getting into it, that if I had known the time (laughs) commitment, if I had known like the The self, because a lot of things that I talk about, it's like I had to go through it. I had to endure that self-discovery and I had to be so honest and like, you know, break down so many walls in order to communicate that. So if I had known all the things that I would have to learn and able to, you know, and for me to be able to teach them, I would have been like, you know what, I'm going to leave the podcasting for the other girlies. I'm going to leave the podcasting for other people. So I feel like it was very purposeful that I did not know and I was not aware of everything for me to be able to say yes because my yes was not the <laughs> easiest yes although it was genuine although it was genuine and i fully am convinced and persuaded with what i'm doing now and um what this platform has become it was not that way at first like i naturally would prefer to stay in the background and make change and you know support people and have impact from the background i'm not that much of like a show your face, you know, in the front kind of girl. But this place has really changed me in um, a lot of ways and has just built up my confidence and helped other people. And that's, like, the main thing that I really take take from this. And then just helping me build resilience and, like, being able to fight for something that you see – as valuable being able to fight for something that you know is important to you and that is what I have been doing this so many times and I'm sure any creator any creative any person that does any passion project uh, that does any project that's outside of you know even in even in your regular nine to five like you There's times where you would want to just drop it all and be like, maybe this is not as important. There's so many times where I'm just like, if I stop doing this, who's really going to care? Who's really going to notice? And it's like, there's so many times where I'm just like, I have other things to do or I'm tired and there's multiple excuses. If you look for them, you'll find an excuse for anything, right? Right. So I really had to learn resilience. I really had to learn to fight for what I believe is important to me and fight for what I believe is adding value to people and fight um, against my desire to drop everything and fight against the things that were making this hard, like the amount of technical issues. Like I had to be resilient and keep going. And so it has really taught me like the importance of seeing things through to the end. Right. When you start a project, not everything is going to look like how you want it to in a year, in a month, in two years and three years and five years. But when you look back and you really embrace every step that you took, I love to see every lesson that I learned through every step of the way because you can't get to the end without going through that journey, without going through the process. And so what I've been learning is just really to be present and to just really enjoy and embrace and learn and just soak it all up because I'm never going to be Like this moment that I'm in right now, it's never going to happen again. This time where I get to record in, you know, the studio setting, it's never going to happen again. This time where I have the free time to do this, I don't know if it's going to happen again. And that's another thing that doing this has taught me is like, I passionately, passionately resist regret. I passionately resist regret. I try my best to say yes to the things that I know God is calling me to and to the things that I know I'm called to do and to the things that I know that I can do. You know, I try my best to say yes because I hate regret with every bone in my body. I hate the idea of regretting relationships. I hate the idea of regretting not taking opportunities. I hate the idea of regretting jobs, even though there's jobs that I did not enjoy. I hate the idea of regretting and feeling like I wasted my time. I hate the idea of regretting growing old, like... I don't, I really try my best to embrace and soak in everything and enjoy everything as it is in the moment because things change. Like time is always going forward. You know, the people that might currently be saying, I'm too old to go to school. Or, I'm too old to do this or I'm too young to do this. Well, whether you do it now or you do it later, you know, time is going to pass you regardless. So, whether you do it now at 25 or at 30, if you wait, you're still going to be 31. You're still going to be 28. You're still going to be 40 at that point in time. So I think it's just so important. And doing this podcast has really taught me how to really go for things and how to keep fighting for the things that you love and how to make sure that you have Squeeze everything out of every season that you are in. Like squeeze everything out of the people that are there to help you and support you. Make sure that you are bringing yourself around them. Make sure that you are um, taking the knowledge that you can for them from them. Make sure that you are taking as many opportunities as you can in the season that you have. Because not to put fear, but you don't know when those things are going to leave. You don't know when that season is going to end. You don't know how things are going to change, how opportunities are going to change. You know, I talk about life transitions all the time. We're going to talk about that more. But you really don't know. And I just hate the idea of regretting regretting, and thinking, I wish I did this or I wish I was like this. And, you know, obviously applying wisdom and doing things that aren't going to lead to consequences that you can't deal with after. But if it's something that's good, it's something that's going to add value to your life, to your future, to other people, like do it and do it wholeheartedly. That's what I am holding on to. That's what I am pushing forward. That's what I am trying my best to continue doing is to do it and to do it wholeheartedly. Um, And (laughs) I think the most I wouldn't say the most important, but the most difficult lesson that is an ongoing lesson is to be able to do things and not wait for people's applause. Especially when you're doing things on a platform, it's very easy to expect people to respond in a certain way to what you're doing. And it's very easy to expect it of the wrong people i had to learn very quickly that what i do is not for everybody there are people that are going to be drawn to this platform and to this podcast and there are people that are probably gonna hate everything that i have to say and everything that i represent and stand for and that's okay just make sure you do it over there um but i have had to learn that even the people that are closest to you and it's always the people that are closest to you that are just not going to recognize the value or just not going to acknowledge what you're doing. And I have had to become OK with that because you would think that because they love you, they see the same things. But it's generally not going to be like that. And I think it's very important to find the people that you are called to. Um, you can call them your neighbors, whoever the people that are called to help you and the people that you're called to help and called to serve, find your niche, your niche. I know we don't like to be put in a box. We don't like to be simplified, but find your niche. Everything becomes so accessible and so much clearer and so much more enjoyable through that. In um, last season, I had Yemi, love Yemi, Um, And he joined us, uh, myself and Rebecca, when we did a club. And he said something that really, like, opened my mind to how I do things and how I approach people and just how I um, navigate people-pleasing. Because he said, he talked about um, how these artists, he gave the example of Taylor Swift, right? And you could even use, like, an artist like Selena Gomez. They have incredible fan bases. Their fan base, like, rides for them like they think they are just angel angelic beings that they are just amazing and they just love them and by the way you see that people love them you're inclined to want to take interest in their lives too and take interest in their music and their makeup brands and what they're doing their books their, you know because you're thinking if so many people love this person there must be something good about them and you know, it's not some of them are crazy, but in general, it just looks like genuine love and admiration for this celebrity at this influencer. Um, and pretty much Yemi used that to just explain how important it is when you cater to the people that are willing and ready to receive you. There's so much benefit that adds to it. You don't need to now go and beg the people outside of that that aren't early adopters you don't have to go and beg them to now see the value in you and to come and you know receive from you but you now have people that are already advocating from you and that's what I've learned is that when I focus my attention on the people that are ready I'm willing to receive me and the people that are in my niche I know who they are you might know who they are <laughs> um, it, like I feel like I'm adding more value there whereas trying to you know please everybody which I'm not going to do and I can never do, because I say one thing, I'll have to, you know, retract and say another thing, and there's just too much. But when you focus on your niche, focus on the people you're serving, the people that um, you know that you can immediately add value to, now, like, your sphere of influence and what you can do, your impact, grows from there. It only grows from there, because now people are drawing other people in to see, you know, not everybody's gonna going to be an early adopter, but you are going to have a lot of people coming to you when you are focused on those people. And so those are some of the things that um, I have learned over this series of doing this um, podcasting thing. It's been interesting. I feel like I'm forever going to be learning. I'm forever going to be exploring myself. And I really do invite everybody as well as you're listening to explore and, you know, rediscover question a lot of things that you, you're not too sure about yourself, that you're not too sure about your journey and where you're going. And I think that when you do that, you open yourself up to a life of freedom and a life of peace and a life of, you know, fulfillment. And so that's really what I really want to do in this uh, next season, as you can see we're bringing the visuals, we're bringing the looks. You finally get to see, I know all everybody's complaining that they didn't get to see all the faces and the jokes that we were cracking and the reactions. Now you get to see everything, don't worry. Um, but you definitely need to stay tuned because I have so many amazing guests. We're going to be talking about finances and our mental health. We're going to be talking about some severe and serious um, mental health issues. We're going to be talking about times and seasons, how to know when to take opportunities. We're going to be talking about um, expanding your reach. We're going to be talking about so many things. So you're going to want to stay tuned. You're going to want to connect. You're going to want to stay engaged. Um, and yeah, I'm always going to be here. And I hope that you're always here as well to hear me out. The Hear Me Out podcast is hosted by Kaya Mara, produced and recorded with Media 21 Production Company. If you enjoyed this episode, please join the community by subscribing to the Hear Me Out podcast on YouTube. Make sure to like and share while you're here and follow Hear Me Out on Instagram for updates and more content.